somebody else? Yeah. And then just click join? Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Thank you. Oh, look, there you are. Hey, hello. Hello? Um, you can click the microphone button at the top of the chat to start talking. Uh, that's my volume. Check my volume. Hey, Bruce. So there's a microphone button at the top of the chat. Um, and I can't hear you. Let's see. My audio should be working. Hmm. You can hear me. I cannot hear you. Everyone is unmuted. Click upper right mic button to talk. There's a mic button at the top right of the chat. Are you able to see that? Hello. There's a button at the top of the chat to click. It's on unmute. Hmm. What? Everyone's unmuted. Is your microphone on and plugged in? I'm sure it is because I was talking to you yesterday. Oh. Why can't you, I hear you. Um, oh, do, you know, sometimes you have to give the website permission to, for you to be able to use your microphone. Sometimes you have to give the website permission to use your microphone. Sometimes that happens. Click upper, yeah. I don't know what else to do. Let's see. Sometimes, um, uh, oh, hello, hello, hello? Oh, okay. hi. Oh wow, what happened? What an emotional journey. That oh, uh, you're right. It, it was being blocked by the website, and the website kept uh, kicking me out. No. <laughs> uh, okay. It was wait. You weren't logging out on purpose. You were getting logged out on accident. Yeah, it kept uh, going to a refresh screen. Oh no. Yeah. But Look, it's fixed. It, it's fixed. It is. Fixed. Hey, 
Yeah, for forever. Hey, hey, welcome to Steve's Spotlight on Someone Else, where this is like a show that I do. Um, hey, but everyone on Ooze Bear knows you from a sketch that I've sent out before, uh, where, uh, <laughs> what's the premise for the sketch that, that you were in? Was it, uh, was it the, uh, first one we did together where you, uh, you and I were having almost like a confrontation about <laughs> our improv class yeah. and my, and my attitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, that was a fun one. I really liked that sketch. That was fun yeah. to do. Yeah. So some people might have seen that because I know I've shared that and people have mentioned it. Mentioned. I know they've watched it because they said they knew what I looked like from that. So I know that they. Yeah. So that's who you are. Um. What else is going on? Hey. Uh. <laughs> usually I talk about improv. Bruce. Okay. So um, let me ask you something. What are you doing? Are we talked about doing? improv. Yes. Yeah. What are you doing in improv? What are you doing in an improv scene? Uh, you know? So what I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of working on and improving my different aspects of uh, how to engage differently with other mm. players. That's my mm. new thing is how do I, work with other people that I've, I've never played with before. So that's something I'm working on with myself is kind of learning how, how to adjust to different uh, personalities and uh, yeah. insights to improv. So that's, that's yeah. kind of what I've been working on. I got some good notes from teachers and stuff to, to improve upon myself. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's kind of why I wanted to do this because I just wanted to improvise like longer with with you know just one other person and like yeah one of the things as well that I wanted was like to improvise with someone who hasn't improvised at all which mm -hmm. is uh, I don't think that's happened yet um, I I think my girlfriend is the one who has the least improv stuff that who's been on here um, but she did fine you know. Um, she had an idea of what we were going to do, though. But um, let's let's <laughs> dig into what you said here. Uh, how do you think some people like? How do you do? You notice like people come at it differently. You think when they're in uh, when you're doing an improv scene, you think there's like I mean, can you? I mean, I don't know. How would you perceive those differences? You think at all? I think uh, there's such a wide range of people's perception of humor and improv like what's gonna make it work um so that's that's how i like to approach it i, I kind of like to feel out how somebody is approaching a certain scene and yeah. kind of uh assess where they're gonna go and mold hmm. myself to that to try to make it work so <laughs> that's kind of yeah, I, I've seen a lot of improv where people want to make it political uh -huh. because it's almost like a a soapbox moment for somebody. Uh huh. Um, and I've seen it work. I've also seen it work not great most of the time. <laughs> work not good. <laughs> yes. Hmm. 
the least goodery happens yeah. when you get into politics and improv hmm. because it turn, does turn into a soapbox situation. Hmm. But there's ways out of it. There's ways to barrel roll out of that situation. <laughs> hmm. um, so cut, cutting the cutting the edge on awkwardness is a talent I'm working on. Hmm. Even though I'm awkward myself, but I try not to be. I try to be awkward, funny, and not awkward. Annoying. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hmm. How? Uh. Let's see. I think you can. It can. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> how, I think. How the, you, what? What's up? How do you feel about politics in improv? Is that something you think should be shied away from? No, I think you can do it if you're doing it smartly. Um, I think. I think one of the main issues people have or, or something, I think they're right. I think right now there's like, okay, there's this, there's this idea in uh, like free speech and stuff in politics. Right. And I think that's the, the one that kind of comes up the most in improv. Right. Um, so, and, and interestingly, I think in the last, this is going to get really into it, but like, um, in the last decade or so, maybe even two decades, you're, you're probably old enough perhaps to recognize this, Bruce, I think. Yeah, are, are you, how much younger? I don't know how much younger. You, you, were you cognizant in the 90s? Like, were you yes. aware of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you're, you're a little bit younger than me, I think. Or, I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? I, um, <laughs> I forget. I'm mid, sure we've had that conversation I'm in my mid-30s. Uh, okay. Me too. Um, but uh, let's see. In the in the nineties, right? I got this sense that like like offensive humor and things kind of served uh I'm just gonna go ahead, like served like the left wing, I think. In this in a way that like they would they would say offense you you would use offense to be like uh because like the kind of the family values right wing always wanted to shut down things that like perverted stuff or uh, you know, uh, sacrilegious stuff and all that. And I think in the last, you know, like decade or so that is, that is flipped like completely because, um, the left wing is of course concerned with like, basically the, the negative label for it is being PC being politically correct, you know, not saying uh, things that are derogatory to marginalized groups, whereas the right wing doesn't give a shit about that. And, uh, they've kind of somehow gotten this mantle of this, I, I, well, I don't know. In the in the popular perception, like they're the ones fighting for free speech. I don't know in the popular perception, in their own perception, they're fighting for free speech. So the way that I see most politics coming into improv is through that, is people wanting to say whatever the fuck in order to be funny. Um, mm -hmm. So I think, I still think, and, we, and the most of the improv me and just to let people know that you and I do is not, is to be not even have swear words in it, right? The, the right. place where we do improv is not even offensive. Um, so it doesn't come, I don't think it comes up because people don't try to go down that route. Um, but so I think, I think, you know, if people, if people are just trying to be shocking, um, I, I don't, that doesn't bother me. Um, I don't think that bothers most people. Most people have seen South Park. Most people have seen whatever, you know, like TV in the past, you know, it's, 
that's where a lot of that humor in our culture even comes from. I think it's it's where people do it wrong and where I've seen this is from stand up or an improv is that people are just saying offensive like they're saying they're saying things they're not supposed to and they think that's just funny because it's shocking. And it's usually something that's if, and it, and often it's derogatory towards if it's derogatory towards a marginalized group, a lot of people don't tolerate that because it's it, and I don't think it should be tolerated cuz cuz what like if it's just shocking, no one's so there's no surprise to it, basically, for one thing. So I don't think it works on a, on a humorous level. And also, I don't think, you know, it, it doesn't work on a lot of people's, uh, uh, you know, whatever they're, you know, what, what uh, you can't expect the entire audience to tolerate it, I guess, even just looking at it from a, from that point of view, whether you agree with it or not, you're gonna have to deal and not to mention, when also when you do that, when you say some fucking bullshit, and this is why it's a good idea when you're teaching people who are just starting improv, um, like to not even do dirty things is because sometimes it's like you say something, whatever you have, you have a scene that it can even just be a scene about like, a, you know, not even offensive, like it's like a proctology thing or something like that. Right. It's kind of almost like now you, now if, if we're just learning and you're new, new improvisers, you're like, um, deal with this, deal with this idea. You know, you're kind of throwing that at someone who may not be that good of an improviser, may not know how to deal with it or, or just deal with the scene any, anyway. But now you're also throwing in kind of something that could be weird. Someone's looking in your butt, you know? So um, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's why I would also go against that from new improvisers just trying to be shocking too. Um, but I think that, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I talked a long time. I'm sorry. So go no, ahead. That's okay. Yeah, I, I love hearing about your perspective on it. Uh, that's one thing I'm trying to pick up from people is their perspectives on <clears throat> ways to play with somebody else. Yeah, so yeah. when I started improv, I started improv in Chicago, and I just got picked up by a group, and they did bars. So, like, by the time I got picked up by this group, I had zero training, and then we had a show the next week. And they just threw me in there. Uh -huh. And because because it's a bar in Chicago... It's whatever the fuck happens, you know, yeah. you just go up yeah. there and you do it and you make them laugh and hopefully you're right. Well, yeah. Alcohol plays a large part in <laughs> laughing at absurdities. So we play that to our advantage. Um, hmm. Now I, I never got any training from that group and I was with them for probably eight months. I probably did. I don't know. What's maybe 12. 12 shows in that time. Hmm. Well, what kind of forms did you guys do? Like, what were you doing on stage? They were all short form games. So, mm -hmm. um, okay. Uh, many of the games that you and I played together, uh, things like ABC game and yeah. Um, yeah. What's that game where you put your hands behind your back and the other arms come through and yeah, I don't know the name of that. But... Yeah, well, yeah. We did all that kind of stuff, you know, real crowd pleasing stuff. And, yeah, we just kind of played games, and we never really honed any type of craft between each other, and none of us really went beyond just doing the shows. Hmm. Um, uh, the the woman who led the group was uh, she had come from Second City in Chicago, mm -hmm. and uh, she was. She was great at what she did on stage. Um, yeah. I just don't think she could have taught how how she learned it. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. 
but without having that barrier, since there was no barrier for language or anything absurd or gross, I, you know, it, it was easy to dive into there because yeah. I grew up with it like my whole life doing like cheesy comedy, you know, and I did it with, uh, like, with like your friends and stuff is what yeah. you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was just like the culture where I grew up. It was just like, of course, absurd, shocking stuff. I yeah. had very dry humor growing up, so I could just say things in a monotone. That sounds really <laughs> mad. That's kind of like along the lines of like Dimitri Martin saying something stupid, you know? Yeah, yeah. That sure. was like my comedy style. Hmm. Um, but then when I got here to Denver and I experience what was going on with monkey butler it was like man i am way off base at being good at improv hmm. so it, it was kind of this eye-opening experience of gaining uh, ways to use my barrier it changed my brain completely yeah and, e- and that was just like effective Effect, effective? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, okay, well, what do you think about, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, in my mind, have, a, like, if it's going to be dirty, I kind of have some thoughts about what to do. Um, I, well, it's interesting since we don't, we don't ever play that way, but I'm, but I think, like, one of the things is, if like if like you know like if you say something that's kind of dirty and then you're like proud of yourself i don't think that plays as good as like you being ashamed of yourself like like almost like um i think like if you're going to say something dirty you should be more backed into a corner of doing it as opposed to like being like this hey you know buttholes like because then it's just like i don't know it feels gratuitous so I think one of the things is to like, in a way, I, I don't know, almost like convey it like, like I didn't really want to say this, but I, I like, I have to, because just like, I don't know, <laughs> because like I'm, I'm forced to, I like, I have nothing else to say. I'm going to say this. I think that's one of the ways that can, it can work better. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree and with also, that. yeah. Cause I mean, you shouldn't, you should almost be like, yeah, like not being, pro- because people, because, because it's just it's actually the same way as saying a joke. If you say something and you know it's like clever or whatever, like people are gonna be like, okay, <laughs> like okay, like I mean, it's a little bit better to just like let it, let it, like just have it be just another thing that's there, and you know, I think other people will react to it, however they're gonna. Yeah. If it is, you know, a genuinely clever thing or whatever. I mean, what what can ruin or make a joke is delivery. So. <laughs> if, if you have if you have a great way of telling a dirty joke and even body language comes into effect you know depending on how you want to position that language to be taken you know there's so many ways it could be done and yeah if you if you're trying to say something dirty but almost have a feeling of guilt but it needs to come out you know it's almost like yeah uh, well you know yeah like a, a certain cadence is required yeah and exactly yeah yeah 
I don't know. And I, I also wonder about this. Like, I recognize that. Like, I've thought about it, you know. Um, so I wonder if it's, like, fake now that when I do that. I almost do that almost, like, natural. Like, like, uh, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I can do, I can do that with, like, with a pun, too. Like, I'm like, uh, just be kind of ashamed of what I just said. Just do it. <laughs> just be like, uh. Yeah. I, I recognize that in you. I, yeah. I, I can see when you do it. Yeah. But you oh. kind of, what you, uh, what you do is your voice gets higher <laughs> when you go ah. into it. Yeah. You, you go higher and then you almost, you like roll your shoulders forward and kind of tuck your head down. Oh man, I'm being analyzed. Well, that's that's part <laughs> of it, right? I gotta know how you play. If I could see if something's coming from you, it definitely helps me out if we're interacting. <laughs> so, I mean, we hmm. we certainly played well together, and yeah, I, I I think it's because we can read each other a bit better. Really. You know? Maybe yeah. uh, that was interesting because that's one of the things you were saying is like you're it's you give me the impression you're thinking a lot about what the other person is kind of thinking, and I don't think that I'm doing that. I'm not trying. I'm I, I don't uh, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't I oh I well okay. The main thing I'm doing is I'm just I'm specifically responding to whatever I just heard. Like that's my main thing. Like if you're saying something, like I'm replying to that mainly. Like that's I have to be responding to whatever you just did or said. That's the, my main thing. And then usually it's like I like I if I have something, like I usually kind of like I ha I have this. I can either weave it into the re the response. Um, if it needs to be thrown out there or sometimes if it's something that I'm like, this is going to go, the whole thing is going to go in a new direction. Like I'm aware this is going to take it in a new direction. Then I'm like, I'm going to respond to your thing. And I'm, you know, sometimes I'll have a transition and they're like, oh yeah. And you know what, by the way, like, just so you know that this is a separate thing that's going to be needed. Like, you know, just kind of separate them, the two ideas, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's how I think about it. Yeah. I mean, that's so that's kind of, that's I try to imagine like when when you're giving me a, a response I'm able to take it in give what I need to give from it and then I kind of create like branches in my head where I could see the story potentially going yeah and I'm kind of I'm kind of reading what you're going to do just body language wise until you say something. Hmm. Uh, so if I sense like a, you're about to say something negative with your body language or perhaps you're perky, you know, ah. I, I can kind of figure out how to tune my next line, hmm. whatever it's going to be. Not that I'm, I already know what I'm going to say. It's just kind of a, a branch of direction that I'm precognitively yeah. thinking of, you know, it's a, yeah. If I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, you're getting out of like, cause if I think about where the scene is going, it's like, it's either going to get, it's either going to get there in the next line that I say, or it's probably not going to get there. Cause it's just so, 
you know, it's not it's not within fully in the control of of me the scene. It's good duh because there's another people in it, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's why it's so tough though. That's why improv is so challenging. Hmm. I don't. Yeah, I'm not trying. Like I. I yeah. I think if like I'm not trying to get it to go anywhere. I think more I'm like. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to just connect. I don't know. Actually, I've 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 been like I think a little bit more recently been able to like kind of be like, oh, this needs to it needs to move, so I'm just going to move the scene and say the thing. I don't know. But at that I'm like I think that that like implies more control maybe than I than I had, you know, earlier as an improviser because I'm like I can kind of get the scene to move along because I'm like just you just but you just got to be like you got to recognize you can move the scene along. It's in one single line if you're moving it. Like you can't, and it can't. It's got to be clear, and it's got to be like this has happened, or what this like this is this is happening. You know, like it can't be like this should happen because a should happen is going to be a debate about whether it should happen. Right. It's a, a yeah. Story structure is. <laughs> I've been I've been working myself on that because I'm kind of. Like you, I, I like to play play along for as long as possible because I think a story should be longer. Uh, but now I'm looking for those jump points in the story, you know, and that that's a difficult part for me. Yeah. I mean, I think one thing is that like edits always help. That's like a great tool that. I don't know if we're if we're doing th- whatever three to five minute scenes you can't ed- you're not you're not going to edit it. I don't know. Right. You can do a longer scene. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I'm going to visit uh, California in September and I'm going to go to the Upright Citizens Brigade and mm-hmm. I'm going to see what's going on there. Um, yeah, I'm also I think some go of them the comedy store are open. and Groundlings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like the UCB book. I think they explain it pretty good stuff. Uh, but that's what. Yeah. Uh, who went there? We knew some. We know somebody from UCB, don't we? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think maybe. I feel like I feel like someone in our group is from UCB. Hmm. Really. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Yeah, I, I've never I've never been to a, a a school that teaches it, um, where you pay money. <laughs> oh yeah. But, well, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna see yeah. what it's like and try to catch a performance there and see how they're doing things on the West Coast. At the yeah. TV. Um, I know there's a, there's also, there's a podcast called beat by beat, which is a bunch of like you there, this is, a, it's a New York, that's a New York UCB theater that I think is closed down. I think it was the Chelsea, but they did, they, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, since it's like the teachers kind of talking about stuff, like you get a good sense of kind of how, like the, the stuff is kind of perceived by them by at least that kind of school. Okay. I don't know. Look into that. And you know, there's there's theaters in Denver where you can put, you can pay for classes too. That are that are. Uh, I haven't been too upset 
<laughs> about any of those classes. Okay. I think they've All been right. good. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be like a, saying it like an asshole. They've they've been good. I've I've had I've there's been good teachers and I used to go to their drop-in um classes a lot and you get like a sense of all the different teachers and stuff by doing that yeah. so um there's some good teachers there for sure that's okay. those places I'm not going to say name any theaters you can figure yeah, it out that's fair I I think I I think I know which one uh, <laughs> yeah uh yeah teaching improv that that's a whole nother beast yeah that's a that's a really challenging thing to do and um you know we got a really good group of teachers and people that are willing to teach and that can teach um, yeah i know you uh you've dabbled in it a bit yeah you, do you like it do, do you prefer it like would oh, you I rather teach than perform or what do you think um, I mean, I def, that's an interesting question. I definitely, uh, I mean, you know, uh, teaching is my job too. Um, right. and I mean, I like, I do enjoy teaching. Um, in, like I, you know, I, I enjoy teaching math. I enjoy teaching, uh, uh, whatever. I also like do comic book club in my school. I like, te I like kind of going like kind of introducing my students to that. I kind of teach them stuff there too. I like, um, and I like, yeah, whatever the improv stuff, I enjoy leading whatever it is too. Um, I think, and I'm super willing to like, of course, whatever you call it, uh, give my opinion or what, I just, what the, some of this podcast is of course, or whatever, like talk about how I view it and stuff. Um, of course I enjoy that. I think, I don't know. Um, do I like it more though? I mean, like I wouldn't want to just do, I mean, I obviously would want to be doing improv still. Um, I think I could see myself like teaching a couple of days a week, but I would want to be doing like improv also, yeah. um, a couple of days a week. I, th yeah, I think, um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind. Uh, yeah, I guess I answered that question, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <you're... laughs> I like I mean, thinking. Of, yeah, I like thinking about it and analyzing it for sure. Like I've like, you know, I try to write stuff down and pick it apart. And, you know, I like hearing other people's perspectives on it, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've only taught maybe a handful of classes and most of them, uh, I guess it's split between one and two levels one and two that I've I've taught and uh, it's always interesting to work with new people Te teaching new people is always both challenging and rewarding uh, I, I always see I see hope and doubt very <laughs> clearly in, in hmm. new people uh, yeah. So well, I, I, I guess my objective when I when I teach is to just give people hope and excitement. Yeah. You know, uh, especially for people who are just getting into it, because jamming someone's brain with a bunch of rules, first off, generally no. doesn't work. No. They got you. Got to show them. I think that it's fun, certainly for people 
who are new to it. Like that's the main thing I think for maybe a while. Um, but I think the, the one of the main things is like, like you do have to be able to follow directions, right? Or you have to be like I think to to show growth, you have to be able to to do the thing that the person is saying you to do. You know, I mean, you can't. I mean, like there's 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 plenty of other kind of stuff you could comment on and say during a during a scene or some whatever thing you just watched. But like if you if if it's literally the thing that you should be focusing on doing and they're completely not doing that, then it's like, well, how are we, how are you going to just, I mean, you, you, if you can't follow directions, how are you going to learn? I mean, that's like, just you can't do a worksheet in school if you can't follow directions. Right. It, it's, it's uh, a, a mentality of teamwork in, in improv. Yeah. And some people want to, experience improv in their own way hmm. and and i think once it becomes more tightened down like you know we work with a tightened down group of people now so it um we all understand we all have a pretty similar concept of what's going to happen yeah. uh, and, and we and we got there through building the same mentality and we we've had some really talented people come through that just eventually split off from their group because i think they have a different idea of performing and mm. you know that that's fine people should uh, pursue whether they're going to go into like uh, drama stage performance or um, a acting to stand all up. the different levels that improv can assist you in, yeah. in getting there. I think there's definitely like like a mental a different mentality for stand up, and like I think I said this just whatever I think I talked about this like in a previous spotlight, but there was someone I was like you should be doing stand up because it's kind of like it's a little bit what we already talked about like you want to just be saying shocking things and stuff like mm -hmm. well you don't need to put that heat on your scene partner. You should be standing in front of people with a microphone and taking that heat yourself and figuring all that out. If that's what you want. Um, because yeah, because that's just, that's just like the more the forum for that. And I think like, yeah, if, you know, doing stand up will is a great way to kind of get, figure out what the difference is between improv I don't know, because I, I, like I did, I've done stand up like twice, so I haven't done a lot of it. But I think it's definitely, it gives you more of a, it gives you a good perspective, because, 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 um, you know, because it's a different, it's an entirely different way to interact with the audience, and it's just you, and you're in control of everything. So it's just, it's a good experience to have for an improviser. But also maybe it also should be what you should be doing if that's what you want. Absolutely. I, I've I've done stand up once uh, back in Chicago, and mm -hmm. after I did it, I I knew it wasn't for me. I did ten minutes, and I mean I I got my laughs, yeah. And my my jokes they were shocking jokes. <laughs> um, it was, you know, it it was such a mixed crowd uh, of people there. But, you know, like, 
I was able to get up there and do racial jokes and mm. sexual jokes, and all of those people were in front of me. Uh, I just understood how to entertain them at the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I didn't get any any shit from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, people were just telling me, hey, good job, good job. But I, mm-hmm. I knew that wasn't the feeling that I wanted to chase. Yeah. It, uh, so I didn't pursue it anymore. I, yeah. I had written a, an hour's worth of material, and I did <laughs> 10 minutes. Jeez. Yeah. And I I never said my other jokes in mm. front of other people. Yeah. I I just took my 10, my 10 minutes, which was, uh, it was three jokes. <laughs> I just That's, did hmm. light, like light storytelling jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very good. But they were, but they were harsh subjects and that's why I chose them. Yeah. Uh, and like I said that, I, you know, I was, that was just the comedy scene like down in South yeah. Chicago. It was just like brutal. Oh, that sure. made me really uncomfortable, but we're going to laugh about it anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think I, what you're saying about like that feeling, like I didn't feel great. Like, like improv, I enjoy doing and I feel good while I'm doing it. Like stand up, It's like, I did not feel good <laughs> about it. Like I felt like, I couldn't tell what they were laughing at, even though I was getting laughs. I was like, I didn't feel like that's not where you're supposed to laugh. And I'm like, what are they laughing at? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. So I don't know. I found it confusing. And also I just didn't feel like necessarily saying the same jokes again, either. Like the two sets I did were told where I wrote them, both of them, like, you know, I completely got rid of the first one and did it completely. the second one. Just cause like, I was like, I don't know. I, I, and it, and, I, and I also I think my delivery was wasn't good because I was like, like I don't know, I've said this before and I don't feel like explaining it again because I had <laughs> practiced I had practiced you know by myself and it's like well, I don't know so yeah I didn't enjoy the process I respect people who do it and who do it well that's pretty cool but I don't know yeah I I I almost feel like it's not authentic after you say it the first time that yeah. was kind of my like own my own take on it you know like yeah. i'm gonna keep tuning this joke and saying it over well it's no longer funny to me you yeah know? and um, they're performers and, yeah in a way they're performers like in a lot of ways like that i don't 100 percent. yeah like as an improviser you're always reacting and you're thinking and stuff there you're not thinking you're you know because right. you know what you're gonna say right yeah, that was another aspect of stand-up that I didn't enjoy was how the hell did I say these jokes in my head? And now yeah. that I'm up here, you got the, the literal spotlight as I knew. Yeah. And then, oh, okay, my brain's not working. Mm-hmm. That happens Just, often. Yeah. Just get the words out at that point. Right. So improv relieved me of that mental stress. Where hey you don't you don't have lines you can you just gotta wing it it's like the rest of your life yeah <laughs> and 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 just do it mm-hmm. you don't have to pre- prepare it was nice right I I I do warm ups I I know your position on warm ups 
I do warm up because <laughs> they help. They help my mind get into that kind of quicker pace, uh, kind of response game in my own head. Yeah. See, you honestly don't do warm ups. Never. Uh. Well, I mean, without us. I think you should be able to just go into a scene for sure. Like, I mean, like, why not? You know, like, it's just another, it's, I feel like it's just another thing I know how to do. So like, you should be able to just go in and do, do a scene with nothing. Yeah. That's a, that's a good talent to have, man. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. I also think, yeah, I also like, I thinking, I don't like thinking that there's something that I need. So if you just come in and you're doing a scene, it's like to think that I need to be warmed up isn't something that I want to think that I need either. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's like, I, I, like I'm not getting this. Like some some teachers are like this too. Like they're they're like, all right. Uh, they like they come in. They're like, hey, are you guys warmed up? And you're supposed to say yes, and then that's the warm up. Like you're not. There is no warm up. You know, it's just. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. That I I warm up before I come to practice. I mean, oh, do you? Huh. Yeah. That, oh, but it's more of a like vocal kind of warm up. Huh. I'm saying different types of words and mostly playing like Eminem and then trying to <laughs> rap. Yeah. And just like say insane lines. You're doing your your freestyle rapping, or are you rapping to with his lyrics and saying what he says? I'm rapping with his lyrics. I don't have hmm. any musical talent whatsoever to be able <laughs> to make any type of rap. But yeah, it's more of just okay. My my brain is thinking, and and is in a stronger connection with my mouth now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, so one thing that I do think is, is worthwhile to do is to be like improvising on your own. So I don't want to be like, I think that's worthwhile to do. Um, and I, and I get the idea, like definitely like, like psyching yourself up or listening to music or whatever, I think is also like a good idea beforehand. Um, but yeah, I mean like going in and being like, like, I don't need to do like, you know, like spelling a word with other people. Like that's not, that's not energetic to me. Like there's some things that I'm, that are like, like a, like a scene. Like I, I feel like to warm up, like I could just do a scene to warm up, like do one scene that's maybe like three minutes. And then like, I'm like, I, I like then the next scene will be like a little bit better. I'll make, cause I, I, I think sort of, but the first scene is like a warm up. I but believe I that. I, I, I've i seen <laughs> yeah. you jump into it real deep, really quick. And <laughs> I'm envious of that. <laughs> That's such a good, such a good skill to have. Hmm. I've, yeah. I, I like the warm up. And like you were saying, the, uh, like the self psych up, you know, I do it with music and I improv to myself. I, I have long drives to and from work. So, I tend to listen to the radio and then I'll hear a commercial 
the commercial will end, but I will continue the commercial. Ah, that's fun. So I'll take on, well, there's usually two commercials or two characters <laughs> in a commercial. So yeah. I'm able to take on those two characters and whatever yeah. happened after that, the sale or, or what have you. Yeah. So I totally I, think I that's, to do yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I think that's worthwhile. Yeah. When I drive, when I'm driving around, I've, yeah, I've done, um, you know, improv scenes to myself in the car. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever get like really into it? I know I've looked like a total psychopath in my car. Uh, um, I, I, I also have walked around the neighborhood doing, I mean, I'm sure that looks insane, but I usually, I don't know. I just assume people think I have like, I'm talking to someone on a, <laughs> like you right you get a wireless phone yeah. that works anywhere right. you just put a bluetooth in no matter where you are even if yeah. you're using it or not <laughs> well in a car people talk i mean you, you can go over your speaker that's how my, my car phone works right i mean that's normal or when i'm walking around i usually have ipod or whatever phone jacks in my ears whatever they're called and um <laughs> I don't know if I have those in or take them out when I'm improvising, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. I just assume people will think I'm on the phone. Hey, you know, whatever, you know, you could be rehearsing for a, like, why is it that it makes sense for an actor to do that, but not, but you know, like you could be whatever you'd be rehearsing. It shouldn't be, right. there shouldn't be any stigma against talk. Cause, cause basically, right. If you're not talking to yourself out loud, then you're talking to yourself interior, your interior anyway, all the time. So what's the difference? You right. literally can cannot shut off your interior monologue. Nope, they're forever. Yeah. Once you learn language. Yeah. Once you learn language. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I. I also practice my facial reactions <laughs> in the truck, so I. I know I become physical in my truck. And I, I think people could tell that it's beyond a regular conversation what's happening. Hmm. <laughs> but I, I'm yeah. okay with it. Whatever. I, yeah. I think your facial expressions like should be a little more expressive in improv. I was going to mention that earlier you were talking about. Yeah. It's, it, because it's, uh, it's uh, you've got to convey it. You've got, you got to convey what's going on more, uh, more than, uh, than feeling it. I was listening to something about actors and it's like the actor isn't there to, to feel the emotions like you can feel them that can help your your the, the whatever the scene whatever you're acting but like you have to convey that to the audience or else it's pointless right yeah i agree i agree yeah i, I never really thought about that because i focused on kind of feeling it which i don't know <laughs> well you you use a lot of, you use a lot of body language when when you do your performing so it's, you're you're really good with your hands yeah well uh, i just I try tend, to find yeah i try to find some space work to do usually something yeah. which i think is great yeah like uh remember that game we used to play where it was like freeze tag where you got to do big motions and stuff like that uh yeah in order to create an opportunity for somebody yeah and what what you're doing in in scenes with the way you move it creates opportunity for uh reaction from your scene partner and i i think that's great i yeah it's great to play with somebody who's active 
yeah. um, and displays uh, emotion uh, beyond just the words. So. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like you, you're pretending that you're like, it's a, it's a whole tool that you should be using. Like, you know, the, the physical movement of it, because it's also staged, like stage picture. Yeah. Like if the stage picture never changes, if there's nothing to look at, they're just looking at you guys talking, which could be interesting enough. It could be, I don't, I, you know, I like the audio improv, whatever. And I'm not entirely like everything has to be physical on stage, but I think it's, it's part of the, it's, it's part of the performance when you are on stage for sure. Absolutely. It's, yeah. There's so many ways to engage an audience and wh whatever tool is most powerful at, at that point with that audience is yeah. what you got to take advantage of. If they're responding to physical uh, better, then you got to, you got to adapt to that. Yeah. If they, if they like deep, deep scenes with, just amazing storylines, then you adapt to that. So, you know, it's, it's there's so many avenues uh, mm. to grab an audience. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I think like yeah. When it, I think when it gets yeah. Yeah. I'm just We've had now. some really good scenes that were very almost talking heads. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't doubt that. I, yeah. I mean, I think it can be like, yeah, I, it's, yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, when I'm thinking about, and this is also going to teaching of it too, I think if like, I don't think that a scene should be a checklist. Like it doesn't necessarily have to have everything that it could have in order to be a good scene. That certainly doesn't make it a good scene, but you should be aware of all those tools that you have and, you know, use them to whatever opportunity you can absolutely and i i think having a strong team and understanding everybody's strengths uh makes those opportunities much more possible you know i, hmm. I think we have a good understanding of each other's yeah. strengths now and we're we're able to use those um I... wherever a deficit may be in a scene yeah. Yeah. I, it's so weird. That's yeah. I think sometimes like I am sort of aware of what I'm always surprised actually, because I don't think about, you know, what does this person specifically need or whatever, but I'm, I, I find myself like, Oh, that, you know, backwards analyzing. I'm like, Oh, that thing that I did was probably helpful for that person. Even though I'm not like planning it or, I'm just like, oh, I did the right thing because because I don't know that was good good job. <laughs> like, uh, uh, are are yeah. you one? I I find this in myself. I I don't I don't think I'm doing a good job while it's happening. Hmm. Like I'm I, I'm that kind of player. Oh, uh, I. Uh, so sometimes I think it's. I don't know. I think I've, I've definitely have thought that I'm, it's not going good sometimes. Uh, I think generally I'm like, I think generally I think that, that like, I don't like, I'm not being too analytical in that way. 
sometimes I know I'm doing a good job too. Like I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, Oh, like I'm like, not that I'm like, like there's things that I like. I'm just like aware that hey, that was good. All right. Or at least we're in, we're in a, like a good groove here. I know where this is going to like, th we're going to play this game for a while. So I'm more confident about what's going to happen. Cause it's pretty clear to me. Okay. All right. I guess I'm just uh, more hard on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't be right. I guess I should have some sort of, um, more, durational fun while I'm up there. I I mean, it's not that I'm not having fun. It's yeah. just that I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't have my critique right then, you know, so as I just negate to, well, they'll, they'll tell me when I'm good <laughs> kind of thing, you know? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I hmm. What do I think about? I think more. I don't know. I think the more I do improv, the less I analyze it. Really, because I think if 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 I'm doing it enough, then like I know that there's another scene coming along, so it like the last one doesn't matter. I okay. I think yeah. I think ultimately I would. Just as a person, I think, too, like if I'm at a party and I'm having conversations with people, like I think, for, for, first of all, it's going to be better as it goes along. The first one's like, whatever. But the warm up, I suppose. But like the, when I stop thinking about it is when it's probably better. Okay. Yeah. I can get there. I can get yeah. there like in this socially. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Do you Analyze. use your improv skills in general social conversation? Pro I mean, probably. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, um, I, I think I've thought about it more. I don't like try to like make the conversation more of an improv context. Like, I think there's ways you could kind of do that. I'm not like, I know I've done that before. Like, you're kind of like, well, I don't, hey, give me a random word and then I'll talk about that word. <laughs> um, right. It's interesting. Right. It's, it's interesting enough. And why not do that in social thing? I think that's fine. It's a little weird. I don't know. Um, I think, oh, I don't know. I'm, I think like, like that, okay, like maybe that thing about like being like, you say something dirty and so you're a little bit like, ah, ah, like I do that, like I'll do that when I'm talking. Um, I like, I'm also like, I think when I was probably when I was younger, I was trying harder to say funny things when I was interacting with people. And now I'm just like, it's gonna come along. Like, like I'm, I don't have to force anything cause I'm gonna like probably something, there's probably something first of all in this situation that I'm going to recognize and be able to comment on as opposed to trying to kind of force something. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like willing to wait and let it come and like come out of the situation as opposed to be like, where is it? What's going to be the interesting thing here? Right. I, I definitely yes. And people, 
Hmm. Which is more of a a story branch. Um, hoping to continue conversation through that way uh, for the other person to find uh, yeah. a note inside of my yes and to go off of. Yeah. A gift giving, if you will. Hmm. I think there's, um, I've, I don't know if I can, there's sort of like, I can, I kind of recognize sometimes if you're talking in a hypothetical, like sometimes people in regular conversations, right. They'll talk in sort of a hypothetical way. And like, they're, they're talking about something imaginary. And I, 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 I've, I think I kind of backwards analyze this, but I recognize that that's what's happening. And I recognize that since we're in imaginary now, I can like say something kind of a little bit crazier because, because we're, we're in that sort of fake space. And I think people, and pe- people always take that as a joke, whether it's, you know, what you're taking the idea a little bit seriously or whatever. And people are kind of like, like people appreciate that, you know? Um, like, like if you take it like another step, like, I don't know, like, I know I, what's crazy is I can, I can picture where I am during these conversations and I can't, I have no idea what I said, but I'm like, that's what happened here. Um, I think it was like, I was at a party and something was like said about Star Wars or Star Trek or something. And then I, like, I took it like pretty kind of a little bit seriously. Like I like kind of expanded it and just everyone just laughed. I mean, you know, cause it's like, oh, haha, you, you, whatever. Um, but I think that kind of like going into that hypothetical realm is something is like kind of a way to get into being more imaginative of what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the concept expansion, that is a really fun way of improving and kind of building jokes with somebody else. Yeah. I, I have groups of people that I hang out with that I, I know I can do that type of concept expansion with. Yeah. Some people are um, like that. Some people are like that more than others. I think yeah. some people are kind of really ground, like grounded, uh, talking about more real things, maybe realists, I suppose. Realists. That's the <laughs> correct. Yeah. I would say that is true. Yeah. Hmm. And some people like to watch what's going on. You know, like I've definitely witnessed people just sit back and listen to me and two other people who are similar minded, just rant. It's almost like a rant of comedy with no realism other than, oh yeah, did you see the the neighbor tripped over the hose? And then all of a sudden we're talking for six minutes about concepts of his personal life, (laughs) of which we know nothing about. Yeah. But it's just this one feature that you're able to feed off of. Yeah. And people look at you like you're psychopaths, which I don't know, maybe some truth. I don't know. <laughs> nah. 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 I'm not going to, you know, whatever. There's, you know, the whole social <laughs> analysis, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I, you know, people want things to be in the right context and it makes people uncomfortable when they're not in the right context. And if they see it on an improv stage, that's a context to use your imagination, but they don't want to see you using your imagination elsewhere. And then I don't know, whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever things don't go into a box. That's what that's literally 
thinking inside of a box is literally a phrase we use to describe that kind of limited mentality. Right. We break out of that box for improv. Yeah. Let's see. So, uh, you know, I I am impressed by all of the work you've you've done here. I see that you've tunneled this this tunnel that you've got out of your cell is really impressive. But I'm I'm not going to go with you because I'm getting out in a few days. You're you're just going to leave you you and your your pet pillow. You're just going to get out of here and leave me. What you, my pet you, pillow? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you can take your pet pillow. You're, I mean, I know you had to dig your hole a few extra, you know, inches wide in diameter in order to fit your pillow through it. But I mean, you know, I'm saying, I'm saying to you, you know, Godspeed. I hope you, you're, you're good in your escape attempt. But I think I'm gonna just stay here. Wow. Yeah. I, I really thought this was gonna be a team effort. You know. Um, the, I know. My spoon I is know. already kind of bent, and. Yep. I'm going to need a backup. They're not giving me any more spoons. Yeah. I mean, you haven't, you haven't been able to eat, eat soup for, for months. Yeah. They kind of been picking up on what I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they, I, I, you've, uh, you only cover your hole, the hole you've dug with your pillow. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you can see kind of around the edges. It's clear, it's clear you've been digging in there. Well, geez, the Britney Spears poster is only so big. I, yeah. I'm wider than it. I, yeah, I feel like she's. A I feel like gal. if I could get if I could get your assistance on gathering spoons. Hmm. Uh, Sounds I can like move forward with the agenda. Huh. Okay. So uh, it, it sounds like you have one kind of final, you know, final leg of your hole digging journey. And are you just going to go at it kind of Wolverine style with all of the spoons in your fingers? That's exactly what I was going to do. Hmm. I I have already uh, grown out my nails and I have prepared yeah, my yeah. knuckles for duct tape. No. Yeah, I saw, been- I saw those those little breathing exercises you were doing on your knuckles uh, as you go to bed each night. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I read it in a book that was, uh, that came in Hmm. from the child's library. Yeah. I'm going to, I've been practicing. I, the child, no. Yeah. The child's book you're talking about knuckle, knuckle sandwich is what the, what it was called. Yeah. Knuckle sandwiches, yeah, uh, featuring the Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yep. And you know, I didn't feel like Clifford the Big Red Dog had enough kind of character development throughout the story. Uh, it really wasn't necessary, to what? be honest with you. Right. What do you you're, mean? What you're pulling? What you're pulling from the storyline is you got to do you, boo. Huh. And that's that's what I'm doing here. Yeah. I mean, Clifford kind of did himself like throughout 
throughout that story. You know, he dug he dug out of the little girl's yard that he lit the little blonde girl, right? I don't know her name, but he dug out of the the yard that day to go have a you know a day to himself. And uh, I mean, I was kind of actually shocked by all of the different activities he got up to, but ultimately he suffered no consequences. Right. Uh, that's because he's the big dog. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're you're missing the deep interperspective idea of what Clifford the big red dog is, and you are the big dog mm. when you read that. Oh. Oh. So you should you. You just put yourself in the perspective of because I was looking at it just kind of as you know as a morality tale. Yeah, that's what most people do. But if you're if if you're gonna get out of a tough situation, you got to be the big dog. You think that's a? I don't know that that's a good like thing to be teaching young you know like young children like hey I'm the big dog you know my, my mom she's trying to serve me you know pea like mashed peas I'm just gonna slap that spoon out of her out of her hand because I'm the big dog there listen there's all there's only two ways you could think about life you're either the big dog or yeah. you're, you're a toy to a big dog hmm hmm I kind of think about it you know, I, I kind of think about life where I want to treat my spoons with respect you should give me your spoon you know, you know they're sir. You you know they got chicken soup tonight. I'm gonna take your spoon. This oh. is a big dog moment for me. How did you? How did you know the combination to my me, safe? To my me, prison me, safe. Ah, ah. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Okay. You got you got it out of my prison safe. Okay. Your prison oh. safe isn't too yeah. secure. It's not too well, secure. Well. Well, you know, I couldn't have a lock on it. I just had that paper clip kind of wound around it to keep it shut. I lent you that paper clip. That's I, oh. I'm going to need that back, to be honest Oops. with you. Plus, well, there's I nothing need... in your safe now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't need anything in the safe anymore. So, I mean, to be to be fair, I mean, you weren't using it to bundle any documents together. I mean, because you gave up on your potential for parole a while ago. I had to stop bundling documents when I started preparing my knuckles. Yeah, I, I can see how, you know, you got to prioritize. You had, a, you know, trying to get paroled. That's one project. And, you know, now you have this tunnel digging project. Yeah, I'm I'm teamed up here mentally. I'm teamed up. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like I'm uh, I'm just going to get going at it. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let me stop you. OK. <laughs> Yeah, I I like how you're doing the you're doing the kind of the Wolverine maneuver with just one spoon in each yeah. fist because you only have two spoons. Yeah, I'm not really too excited about how fast this is going, but hmm. hey, when ah. I get through, please please take care of my Britney Spears poster. Oh yeah, I for sure. You know, there, there's not a lot to look at. I don't want to look at gray brick. Oh, you can put it in your safe. That'll be good. That'll be good. Oh. Hey, yeah. Yeah, hey. I mean, it won't be too secure because the paper clip's gone, but I could, I could roll it up, put it in the safe. All right, I'm about uh, just five minutes. I'll be out. I'll be out. All right.
That's fine. That's fine. No, no, that's I'm coming back. Okay. I'm coming back for you. I'm coming back that's... for you after I get out. Well, I'll meet you. I can meet you on the outside. Like I said, it's just like four more days and I'm, I'm free to go. Ah, geez. I'll... Dirt is harder than I thought. I mean, I'll be able to buy, I'll be able to buy any chicken soup or whatever spoons I need on the outside as a free man. I'm going to be in a long beard and a top hat. Look for me. Okay. Like a, oh, like an, like sort of like a blanket, like on it. Good old honest Abe. Oh man. I didn't think that that's probably too recognizable. Well, I mean, do you think they're going to be looking for honest Abe? You know, just any old uh, Joe, Joe police guy. He's going to be looking for honest Abe. All right. You're, you're right. I, Maybe in this I'm, scenario, if if I make it to Hollywood, I could just pop up onto the strip, and I re- there's probably two other honest Abe's there. I could just blend yeah. in with the other Abe's. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, <laughs> um, it is, it is. Uh, you know, the fact that we're in it's it is nice that we're right near Hollywood here in the in the in the in the fabulous uh, <laughs> Sepulveda Boulevard prison. That's right off Hollywood that we've landed ourselves in here. Right. Who would have, you know, <laughs> you know, you know how you got, uh, you embezzled all that money for that remake of the great escape. That sure was ironic. Now that I think about it. It is. Ironic. I'm going to make a movie about my experience making the movie now. Oh, Okay. Should, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. need you to star in it. You should play me. Oh. Because they're gonna be looking for me, so I can't be in hmm. it. You. Hmm. You really think but, I have that acting skill? I mean, I. You know, I feel emotions really deeply, but I don't really express them. Like that. I can't. I'm not like. I'm incapable of conveying them to an audience. You are completely incorrect about your what? own abilities. What? You, you did you are. like that? Did you like that take? <laughs> I did like that take. Uh, show me something a little, okay. a little more concerning. Okay. Uh, you, you, you. Uh, tell me something concerning, and I'll show you what I got. My spoons are damn near broken in half. No. The, yes. The soup. The chicken soup. Ah, tonight I'm going to have to be slurping it up and all the, I'm going to get all the slurp before all the chunks make it to my mouth. I believe that 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 was that. Yeah, that was a real feeling. I've experienced that in real life there. Oh, good. Good. Now, Hey, you gotta, you gotta let me know that's those spoons are going to be okay for tonight's meal, right? That was just sort of an acting exercise. I hope. It's the rocks kind of turn them into sports. Uh, yeah, they're Mostly not serving. Green. They're not serving green beans tonight. No, no. I I predict by the time I'm done, they're going to be more orc and less spoo. Hmm. Oh, that if they're all orc, then there's no way that I can spoo spoo up some of that chicken soup. There's. You'd be zero chance. But hey, oh, look for me out there. I need you I to look for me. 
Yeah. I, you, I, I mean, what are you going to be you know, wearing? I'm, I'm just going to be, I'm, you know, I'm not going to have to wear any kind of facial accoutrements or head accoutrements like you. I'm just oh. kind of be looking like a normal guy who, who went to the, the gap and bought things on sale because I have a crappy felony post-prison job. The gap. I've never been to the gap. Yeah, it's I, over. It's over in West Hollywood, so I can understand if you never got over that side of town. I, yeah, no, I definitely. Is it kind of like a, a grown-up Abercrombie? Mm, uh, it's sort of. Well, well, it's sort of like an an Abercrombie if your mom is shopping there with you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What I said. All right. I'm gonna to have to make a stop at the Gap. Yeah. Oh. I feel. I feel okay. like that matches my Abe. Hmm. You think? So? I I could kind of see you know like where like a whole suit would be great. They don't you know go to the men's warehouse or something like that. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Abe, I'm just like. You know Abe. what would be good? I I thought of actually something. Um, <laughs> You could you could look around the Hollywood backlots and see if they're you know they are making that sort of uh, that uh, they're making a sequel to that uh, Steven Spielberg Abraham Lincoln picture. Spielberg, eh? Okay. It, yeah. He yeah he know he made that that one Lincoln movie. Not they're making it, it earned so much money they're making a sequel even though you know in the movie Abe Lincoln meets his destiny. In the first movie. Ooh, okay. I feel like I feel like I could get a stand-in job right off the bat. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. work towards that. Yeah, I mean, no one's that. no one's gonna uh, hire you again as a as a, an accountant anymore. Not after what you did with the Great Escape money. No, 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 no. Definitely not. No one's gonna. No one's but gonna you, trust that. Yeah, you did have a lot of like several days where you were the big dog with that. That big, great escape money that you embezzled, though. That was a sick party. Yeah. It was a sick party. We had a jockey in a pool. <laughs> yeah. That, yes, that just, that sounds entirely indulgent and not practical. Kind of parties you have in Hollywood. I'm honestly, I, I, I'm ready to get out. I'm ready yeah. to get out. Hey, I, hey, me, me too. But I'm I, saying I'm not going with you because I'm just got to wait here a few days and I'll be out too. I get it now. I get it. I just need, I just need a little help once mm -hmm. I'm out there. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Uh, yeah. I'm, that's I'm all here I'm to help. For. Yeah, and I'm here to help you, and I'm going to give you some advice right now. I got, I got some advice for you. If you're wandering around dressed like Abe Lincoln. Be mm -hmm. careful if you go into any theaters. So those could be dangerous for you. You're right. Especially, yeah. You're, uh, if, if I if if I'm just hanging out in the theater, I got to be aware to not try to take the spotlight. That's what you're yeah. saying. Okay. Wait, you're saying did you, did you just yeah. say to not take the spotlight? 
yeah, I kind of want to get back out there and really start embellishing yeah. again, to, to be honest oh. with you. Oh, no, I'm, I, oh, I wasn't talking about, you know, your acting ability and your stand-in ability. I was talking about, you know, you know, uh, potential for assassination. What? Yeah. Did I, I must have missed something about Abe's backstory. I got to know yeah. the backstory. You know, I know you got that Abraham Lincoln biography taken out from the children's library. Uh, you need you need to read that whole thing. I was using it for my knuckle practice. I wasn't yeah, I reading it. Yeah. It I like I mean, it's pre, it's clear that the cover inspired your you know, your escape outfit. Uh but yeah. I'm just I'm, yeah, I'm just saying there there are, are hazards if you're dressed that way. I'm committing to it. I don't care. I'm committing right. to it. Okay. Well, you just you, you you still don't know what happened, but okay. I mean, it's it's yeah. fine. just just be careful with theaters. Don't go see My American Cousin. Is all I'm saying. Never heard that, of it. No yeah. problem. Don't worry. It's a historical uh, play that's you know not produced very often anymore. A play. I like plays. Where's it? It, it's showing somewhere though. I'm hey, probably. Wait, where did you get that? Where did you get that playbill for the plays that will be playing soon at Ford's Theater? It was in the back of the book. Oh, hey, you should. Okay, uh, you definitely don't want to go to Ford's Theater for historical reasons. Just trust me. Just be the big dog elsewhere. I'm gonna take that advice. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna well, dig. I'm, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna continue my dig. Hold my Fine. poster, please. Okay, I'm hold. I'm holding. I did see you. You put the playbill in your pocket, but I'm just gonna assume that's because you're gonna throw it. Throw it away later when we go to the cafeteria to have tur- chicken soup. It it's for character development. I need people to. Play. Ah. Okay. Yeah. I. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> that, that, having that playbill does make you seem like more like you're Abe Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of some sort of. Uh, I mean, right now you're looking like a kind of a Wolverine sort of one one claw in each hand style Abe Lincoln, but that's fine. That's fine too. I, I'm okay with it. Once I'm up uh, above the ground, I'm gonna be just yeah. Abe. Okay. Just. I mean, you. I mean, I, I'll just. I'll just go ahead and say it. I mean, while the hands are, you know, they very much say Wolverine. I don't think people are gonna look at you and think, oh, there, there's Wolverine. They're gonna see Abe Lincoln mainly because that's just how our minds work. I think. I'm banking on it. Oh. I'm gonna and move I, through this crowd, real yeah. stealth. Good, and I know, and I know that y- your banking can be trusted because you're you are a great accountant. Ninety nine percent of the time, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, I mean, I don't think you did. You didn't do anything wrong. I mean, you. I mean, uh, you didn't do anything incorrect. I should say, with regards to your accounting, what you did was just illegal. Well, it was presented to me in a non-illegal way. I thought embezzlement oh. meant something different. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I, I, I thought it was had something to do with bedazzling. 
Oh. Because that's, that's what I thought. I did notice um, beneath the Abe Lincoln book, you did have that embezzling in you book that you got from the children's library. It didn't look like you went through that one either while you were here. I didn't. That was my left knuckle training oh. book. Oh, okay. You did. You did get into the uh, that bedazzling book because I mean, your prison outfit is the most fabulous looking one here at the prison. Yeah, it's both a blessing and a and a curse. I'm sure. I'm a much larger target here now because of it. Yeah. Yeah. A more obvious target, which yeah. is another reason I got to get out of here. Hey. I got to get out of there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, definitely the way. I mean, I I was impressed the way you you. You fought off that uh, the West Hollywood gang, the way that you fought them off, uh, you know, with your Wolverine skills earlier. Uh, that I mean, that was uh, you are able to take care of yourself, but yeah, I can see how that can be exhausting. It, it is exhausting. I just I'm gonna find a bed. You got a you got an extra bed. I believe you were talking about your family. You got like a yeah. three bedroom house. Hey, hey, there's yeah. I mean. Yeah, but I mean, uh, if you're, you know, by uh, you, you want to take you, you want to go with your pillow friend to one of my beds in in my house. Yeah, me and Murphy. Oh, well, uh, look, you and uh, yeah, I mean, where honestly, you know what? He, he would probably stay in a shed. A shed. Uh, Come on. Okay, I, I, I mean. Uh, you know, I am going to be getting out in a few days. So, I mean, I am going to be, you know, needing one of those beds there for me and for my pillow friend. And, uh, I don't know. I just, it, it would be a little bit of an awkward conversation just to be like, Hey, uh, there's this guy, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be coming by in a bedazzled prison outfit and possibly a few, uh, choice items from the gap as well. And, you know, he's going to have uh Wolverine claws and pretty much looking like a Lincoln. He's my prison chum. Uh, he's gonna need a bed for himself and his and his pillow friend. When you put it like that, I can understand how difficult it's gonna be to yeah. gain permission yeah. from your family for this. Yeah, I'm thinking we huh. embezzle me, huh? And we just do it illegal. Oh. Okay, now when you when you embezzled money from the Great Escape film, the kind of the the, the fatal flaw in in your plan was, uh, you know, you threw. <laughs> I'm just going through it here. You threw that party with the jet ski, and then you told the police who arrived to go to go fuck themselves. Uh -huh. um, I don't know. I kind of feel like you know it was your big mouth that got you in uh, in trouble there. That is 100% true. I yeah, feel also, also the fact that you were firing that gun off into the air while you were on that jet ski in the pool. I didn't see any, any other way to use that gun. I couldn't figure out yeah. another way. Yeah, I, I guess when you do bring a gun to a party, it becomes Chekhov's gun. You got to fire it off somewhere. Yeah, that jet ski was right there. I, you yeah. got a pool. I know you got a pool. You've hey. talked about it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah, I, that's this, this body didn't come from all those prison exercises. This is this, while it's a prison body now, originally it was a pool swim and laps body. 
I could tell. You breathe yeah. light going up the stairs. Your cardio is on point. Yeah. Which Absolutely. Originally, why I was hoping you would help me dig, but yeah. I understand your situation. Yeah. Yeah, no need for a canary in the uh, when digging with me because I am a, such a light breather that uh, I'd probably sur- out-survive the canary by, uh, you know, many, many hours. That's true. That's true. Man. Well, so, I, um, man, I'm yeah. going to miss it. It sounds like we can't meet up. Uh, I'm going to be honest. And it. I'm afraid to say I'm going to end up well, back here without you. Uh-huh. Which is kind of sad because you're like my favorite, yeah, my favorite inmate. Hey, it's nice to hear that from you know the the cellmate. I try to make it a pleasant time. It was a pleasant time. Yeah, I feel I very. A lot. Yeah. I feel very much like you're my Clint Eastwood to my other guy in The Great Escape. I feel like the other guy. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like a a Clint. Clint's a big dog. Yeah, that's oh, for, sure. for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No one's disagreeing with that. I'm a big dog. I'm a big dog. All right, uh, bud. So, oh, so that... Uh, <laughs> I I can't couldn't help but notice uh it looks like you tripped off that alarm uh when you were kind of bashing into the into the uh, getting some more of that soil out of there. What? Oh I hear I it now. I thought I deactivated that. I thought I deactivated that with my with my glitter pen. Oh man. Uh, uh, All right. Uh, new plan. New uh, plan. Okay. Oh, switch are you going to do that? Me and you, switch beds. But then switch you'll beds. be... Re- uh, yeah, um, okay, there's a couple, couple, of, couple of issues there. The, the idea of switching beds. First of, first of all, are we going to be switching pillow, pillow, pillow friends, or are those staying nope. in the original bed? No, you will never touch Murphy. Okay. Murphy is mine. You're taking your pillow friend to my bed. Okay, gotcha. I just wanted... That was just one of my main questions there. Okay. The second question is, but if we do that, then you are going to be, uh, then you're going to be released in a few days, and I'm going to still be here. No problem. I have a great plan to get you out. I have a great plan. So listen, the hole Uh is halfway dug, okay? Yeah. I already have two spoons. Uh Once I get out, I can dig the other half from the outside Mm. in, and then I'll come in, Uh and then we could switch beds again uh-huh. All right. Oh, how about the pillow friends at that point? Where are they? Uh, <clears throat> my pillow friend is guard outside of the hole. Uh-huh. I okay. already oh, okay. shipped to it. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Murphy's going to watch the outside of the hole. Mm. Yeah, he has yeah. a walkie-talkie. Yeah, I have noticed you've been using him for that purpose while digging the hole from this end. So, of course, that that makes sense. I read it in a book. Trust me. You I did? I've read a book. Oh, I'm just I'm I'm genuinely surprised because I thought the only one you had read was was the Clifford the Big Friendly Dog. Yeah, there were okay, well it wasn't directly stated, but I interpreted mm-hmm. some text from that book that led oh. me to my statement. Oh, that's 
that's the book that you you're kind of drawing from with your print the one where the dog digs out of the the yard and goes to the neighbor's yard that's kind of what you're drawing from and you're not drawing whatsoever from the great escape movie that you had been working on for months you're drawing from the big friendly dog book prison time is hard it just kind of takes over my whole mentality yeah but it does it does sort of give you a lot of time to read. Just, just saying. I'm not too good with words. Uh, That's why I stuck to that grade level of book. Okay. Uh, all right. That's that's okay. I think. Uh, so I guess I understand your plan is that you're gonna, you know, you're gonna go outside there and sleep underneath the Hollywood sign out there and then kind of dig me out after a few days. Yeah. I I figured I'm going to try to get bigger spoons on the outside. Oh. So it could be yeah. less than a couple days. Hmm. If I figure correctly, I'm going to work on my on my knuckle sandwich technique. Okay. While, while I'm out there. Uh-huh. So maybe... Maybe four to six hours, and I can have you out really? of here. Yeah, okay. You're, you're, you're thinking a, a ladle's going to be the best tool you're going to be able to get on the outside. Ooh, a ladle. I didn't think about a ladle. Oh. Ooh. What, were you, what yeah. were you thinking? You were thinking about a tablespoon? Yeah. Well, so, yeah, a measuring spoon. Yeah, oh. I was thinking measuring mm. spoons. That way I can yeah, well, scoop the dirt. In a a one cup kind of thing, and then by that I could calculate how much dirt mm. I have to move and right. create a timeline, mm. and you, I would be able to give you uh, a real number of when I'm going to be there. Ah, uh, I mean now it really it really sounds like you're thinking like a like an accountant. It is that the, yeah. Uh, okay, I feel I feel like yeah. Man, I knew oh. I had that skill back there somewhere. All right, let's uh, let's go over the let's go over the plan. Yep. So a, as it is, oh, and uh, it looks like that all alarm uh, still going. By the way, so just uh, I'm just yep. checking in on that. Wee, 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 wee. I guess <laughs> I guess that's an issue. Doesn't seem to be a, a big priority for the guards here. But let's go over the plan just since we seem to have time. Um, we're gonna switch beds. You're going to get released during my parole hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to go outside, live beneath the Hollywood sign, and then dig me out with a one cup measuring cup. Mm-hmm. And you're going to give me a precise, well, w- w- you're going to use an indeterminate amount of time to do that, but you will be able to give me a precise amount of time because you have a very specific cup to use. And now that is preferable to me just not switching beds with you and then me just getting paroled as I had planned. That is the plan. There, hmm. There's an advantage for you. Ah, okay. Will you give me my spoon back? You will get the spoon back because I will have saved the spoon ah. by using the cup. So you will get the spoon back. But also, they're not looking for you hmm. right they're looking for me but they hmm. think me looks like you right uh, so uh, i'm already out there 
but I will have, I'll be me again, right? Mm. And then you can be you again. Ah. It's very, it, these guys are too smart. Yeah. We know that. And, and then we'll have, a, we'll also have, a, at that point, an Abraham Lincoln outfit to spare. Well, you're going to, I can only get two. Uh, oh. One for me and one for Murph. Oh. But, but I'm I'm pretty sure there's something you could scrounge up. I mean, ah. Hmm. So in, in, in no scenario do I get a, a hand Lincoln outfit. It's, man, that seems really suspicious that there's two Abraham Lincolns. Yeah, well, it certainly would confuse John Wilkes Booth. Don't worry about that. That's just a reference to something that I know you don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Okay. Uh, well, uh, well, uh, well. Here's the thing. I absolutely did not want to have to wear that Abraham Lincoln outfit, and it sounds like the best way to do it is to give you and your pillow buddy my bed. Yeah, that is the best way. All right. I, well, I promise, dude. I will embezzle so much for you after uh-oh. this is over. Hey. Now, now you're sweetening the deal, and I—I had already agreed, but that sounds great. I—I I, believe me, I'm an honest man. Mm. Okay, mm. I gotta buy into what? this character. Ninety-nine percent of the time. I, yeah, I—I 90... I, yeah. <laughs> great. I buy I'll in... get out there, and I will embezzle a suit for you. It'll have so many glittery things on it. It's gonna be great. Ah. Look, I do, I do buy into your character, and I can tell that for you, prison time has led to a lot of character development. Unlike Clifford, the big red friendly dog. I'm a big dog. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a journey. Yeah. <laughs> I like that sound effect. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> There's all kinds of had to go. <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds. There you go. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. It was. Oh. All right. How how are you doing on time? There's a couple of things that I do afterwards. So for one thing, I didn't let you answer. How are you doing? Doing on time for a few more minutes? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Cool. Uh, um, so one of the things is that, oh, do you have any, like, usually I ask people about art stuff that you want to share. Um, is there anything you have like that at all? Art projects. Um, other than just, like, physical art projects, I don't have any performing art stuff going on. Uh, just kind of drawing and creating uh, woodworking projects. But other than that, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to build something uh, with a friend, but he's currently away, so I haven't been able to work with him. Um, trying to do an on online improv uh, with uh, Omegle. You familiar uh, with that website? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And like uh improv with random people, real quick games, just to experiment and raising interest to mm. 
to improv. Yeah. Something I've been tuning. That's interesting. Wait, are you able to go on to Omegle and get things other than dicks? Uh, that's a good question. I, I haven't been on Omegle too much. I've been researching Omegle mostly. Uh, um, I I think you can cock block if you have <laughs> the right the right type of searches. Hmm. But I you're gonna end up with a dick in the face no matter what. I yeah. Think. I yeah I used to do like when Omegle came out. I think it was around when it came out when it was new. I used to do it like a lot. And I always had a lot of fun. Like I would chat with random people and whatever. Uh, but then it just slowly evolved into nothing but dicks. Yeah, my my fear is that I just have a wall of dicks that I'm trying to teach improv. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting. Hmm. What do dicks need to know about improv? Hmm. Nope. What do they need to know about it? <laughs> I'm not, I'm getting nothing. I'm getting nothing in my I, brain. You know, probably like, don't come on too hard and Yeah. Oh, there you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't, don't be hard on yourself. Right. right yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, um hey, that sounds interesting. Are you going to record it? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, my buddy and I we're going to do some test games, so we're going to try to figure out what games work most effectively with brand new strangers who have no hmm. intent of performing suddenly. Yeah. So we're just going to kind of test the waters and record hmm. it, and then figure out editing from that point and see if it's worth the while. Yeah. I. I hmm. I wonder if you, like, I don't know, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, definitely a visual to be clear that you're doing something different. Like, make it look like a yeah. stage or something. Yeah. I thought what about you... maybe putting, like, a oh. curtain or something behind me, like a red yeah. curtain with the word yes and on it. <laughs> what are you drawing? Uh, so, I'm drawing... I made a piece of wall art for my younger sister mm-hmm. and it was various different types of woods and shape of woods. And it was like a three foot by five foot. And I have an older sister that was like, Hey, make me one. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I'm going to make hers out of different metals um, hmm. and different shapes of metals. So I'm just kind of rough drafting, uh, a piece of wall art um it'll be the same shape as my other sisters and um just a, a another design hmm. of a similar concept that's cool and then I, you... I have two smaller pieces for each of my parents so it'll be like a whole set that the whole family gets uh-huh. so you're like drafting these things sort of is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, because I I tend to change my mind on wood, woodworking projects very quickly. Uh-huh. So when I, once I start cutting wood, it's forever 
Yeah. <laughs> so like, mm. I can only cut it shorter. I can't cut it longer. So Wood I got glue. <laughs> that uh, you know. Uh, I, I feel like that's cheating. I feel like I can't do it. You can't do wood glue? No. I I would just give my I would end up giving my sisters a pile of glue. <laughs> <laughs> Two splinters in it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so that that's what I'm oh, working on. Just trying yeah. to be more creative. Yeah. Send the are you wait. Wait, yeah. If you, yeah, send the recordings of the Omegle thing. That sounds interesting to watch. Yeah, uh, uh, we definitely plan on sharing it with uh, with the improv group and gaining insight from everyone else as to how how to improve it and if other people want to get involved. Cool. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. Um, let's see. I have. Uh, Oh, I haven't shared this. Uh, you know, um, do you know you know about the the pitch pile, right? The sketch group. Um, I've I've maybe. Oh. Have you been Have you been to it? Yeah. Like okay. Lisa runs. Yeah, like Lisa runs it, and then like Ohm's been to it. Justin's been to it. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep. Tom. Tom has acted in something in it, and I think Joe. Anyway, here's some sketches we did there in the chat. Uh, oh, okay. I posted those on the Oozbear Discord. Sometimes people listen to this, so that's why I'm talking to those people. Sometimes those are that is on the Oozbear Discord. On the I put that in there on promote yourself. So yeah, that's all I have okay. for that. If you're yeah, so you can you can watch that if you're interested. I need to share I'm that. Definitely to gonna watch it. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I'll have. Um, oh, so the last thing we do, Bruce, with this is this called the storm off sign off, where what happens is that uh, you know I'm gonna thank you for 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 being on the show and everything. And then what you do after I do that is you get really mad and you know you basically tell me to fuck off and you storm off and then you then you hang up and you get the last word, okay? So, so that okay. that's how this that's how this ends. So I want to thank you for for being on my spotlight. I really enjoyed improvising with you and yeah, I, I, like yeah. Usually I only talk to people for like try to have it be 25 minutes but we went into like an hour because i just thought it was just so interesting talking to you about improv and, and and seeing what you thought about things and yeah i like you know, i've known you for a few years now and i definitely enjoy uh improvising with you i think you're definitely one of the uh, one of the great improvisers we have here in denver and uh yeah thank you for thank you for coming on and, and spending your time doing this yeah i i super greatly appreciate uh, mediocre conversation all throughout. Uh, please do not ever contact me again about this. Uh, see you never. Bye.